This is an RSN Racing and Sport production. This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orber. Yes, what a night we've got ahead. Uh, the Saturday Night Program is Melton uh, for the uh, Saturday Night Harness Preview. 12 Vic Bread semi-finals, and it is a terrific night, Rob Auburn. It's not a difficult night to find uh, a few horses you want to have something on. No, looking forward to it, Danny. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, this is always a, a favourite time for mine, uh, being the Vic Bread Series. Uh, you, uh, as a breeder and owner and anyone that's associated with Victoria, this is uh, the type of race series that you target your horses for. And I know uh, personally, yeah, I'm excited for two, uh, tomorrow night and I know uh, there'll be many other uh, owners and breeders in the same boat. Well, you've got a horse that you've bred and own in Sergeant Lou, who looks a really good chance uh, of, of certainly qualifying for the final, but being a chance of winning um, his uh, Vic Bread Heat. So we'll get to that in a short while. It's a wonderful lineup. We've got some outstanding two-year-olds, three-year-olds and four-year-olds. Every race on the card is a semi-final for the Pacers. We kick off with the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. And thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, who are our loyal supporters with the Saturday night Harness show, and if you're going out as an owner, uh, particularly if it's weather like today, I think it'll be a little bit better tomorrow, but they've got a place called the Club Lounge, which would be a perfect spot to go and watch, be entertained and enjoy harness racing at its best, and I think it will be at its best at Melton. The first event's at 5.34. We've got a short price favourite in perfect class. A little surprised there's uh, a bigger difference between perfect class and the real Sherlock, so I'm uh, interested in your thoughts here. Rob, race one. Yeah, look, I, I was like you, Danny. Uh, I virtually uh, circled the two horses that I thought would be fighting out the finish, three perfect class and five, the real Sherlock. Uh, I didn't really believe there was, uh, a, you know, the margin at the moment, $1.45 perfect class, two eighty. The real Sherlock, I thought that price on uh, tab could become a little bit closer come uh, race time on Saturday night. Look, obviously the barrier draw enables us to, to, to advantage perfect class because of that draw. Look, was terrific winning at Ballarat Racing without cover. Uh, returned a mile rate of 156.3. Looks very hard to beat. But the real Sherlock, who ran a slower time uh, in its heat win at Ballarat, a 158.4 mile rate. So obviously the times you know, advantaged uh, perfect class from those uh, two uh, performances in the heats. But uh, there's not a lot between them. The real Sherlock looks to be a very, very exciting horse. Gene Feast, of course, owns the horse uh, and uh, Mark and Nathan Purden as the trainers. But look, three perfect class for Emma Stewart on top. Ahead of five, the real Sherlock. I certainly thought Eight dangerous, uh, terrific win uh, in his heat. He went 157.2. Drawn inside the second row, he's going to need a little bit of luck. I, I'm sort of shocked at the price of uh, 10 Soho Moonraker. I thought he was terrific when second behind perfect class last start. And uh, I thought he was the first for hope. And look, horses drawn one and two. Techie's watching in good day if you're playing the first fours. But look, three from five then eight, and then I think ten, two and one are your other numbers for your trifectas and first fours. I like the five, the real Sherlock. He uh, he looked very green, looked in need of the run. I think he improved a lot of that that, that win at, uh, at Ballarat, the real Sherlock. And, um, yeah, I thought he was over the odds. 280 at the moment, 5382, race one. Race number two is for the three-year-old fillies. Uh, this is a really good race, Rob. There's uh, probably four 
to be fair, there's probably half a dozen really good fillies. Somebody's going to be disappointed uh, by not being able to qualify for the final. There's a lot of depth here. Yeah, there is, Danny. And uh, look, you know, I, I, you look at the prices, you look at the barrier draws, you look at their form, and then I come back t- and found the one that I, I keep thinking it keeps going around over the odds uh, on a number of occasions, and that's Five Sahara Breeze. Uh, Look, she's been outstanding this time in, Dan. She's uh, had a wonderful season so far, seven starts for six wins in a second. And the way she wins, uh, she wins with authority. And here again, you know, she's got the, you know, quote, quoted at 550 each way again for mine here, Sahara Breeze at the value. Happy to play her from one perfect in pink and eight joyful who of course got the pole position and uh, inside the second row draws look both horses very very capable fillies perfect in pink you know is she capable of going uh, all the way or will she take a trail does she take a trail behind Alicia and uh, Jay which is a stable mate or does she try to go all the way but a horse like Sahara Breeze who's got very good gate speed can really put herself into this race in uh, in different ways as well whether she decides to come out of the gate hard but I, I just saw it five each way from one perfect in pink eight joyful 13 uh, which is VMG McRae think this filly's going really well. I think the stable will be really disappointed. They've got the barrier draw that they've got, but I love the way she's been progressing through this series, and I've got a high opinion of her and wouldn't even shock me if she gets through to the final for her to be a genuine winning chance. And for Alicia and Jay, who, of course, is another very talented filly. So five each way for mine, ahead of one and eight, 13 and four for race two. See it identically in a race that's got so many uh, chances, but I like Sahara Breeze too, and, and like you say, 550, um, she's over the odds. You can easily be attracted to her at that price. 5, 1, 8, and 13 are my tips, race number two. Third event is for the four-year-old Entires and Geldings, and I think has continued to improve, has won 10 of 19 now, has got a picket fence next to its name, trying to make it six, and I think it can. Yeah, look, uh, no reason why it can't, uh, Danny. Uh, I think he's been so impressive, this four-year-old. He's won 10 from 19 uh, this season. You know, he's uh, he's really starting to put some uh, serious form line. 16 starts for nine wins and five placings. Uh, terrific winning at Shepparton last start, leading throughout. Win a mile rate of 155.3, 56.7 last half. And uh, look, you know, he's such a, a strong type. And uh, from the barrier draw, he looks very hard to beat once again. Four raw for Roscoe. Uh, sat outside, uh, I think... Uh, I sort of considered whether there was some chance that Raw for Roscoe might want to hold out, I think. But at the same time, I think probably the safe uh, option here on uh, on this occasion might be the, to take a trail. And I think if he's just following a horse on the back of, uh, I think, I think Raw for Roscoe can hold down second spot. 13 interest-free. We know he's a high-quality horse. I think he's going really well. Uh, he certainly comes into this race, but the barrier draw has been unkind to him. Outside of those, look, Seven Kafaji, who's always uh, thereabouts and can never be dismissed as far as the placings and, and trifecta hopes. And if you're looking for first fours to go a bit wider after that and, and these type of races, people look at playing at first fours, six ever hoping, one missed truth, and also number eight, uh, which is hot deal, have all got first four chances. But look, five clearly on top from four and 13 and then seven and then wider for the first four, six, one and eight.
And I've tipped five, 13, four and seven. Seeing them similarly to you so far, one of that will continue with the fourth. Uh, Fletch Maguire and Warranty uh, Scratchings. He's Charlie's Angel, Charlene Guzman. Uh, we'll start the favourite. Looks like he should be able to lead from that draw. Look, Dan, I, this is a race where I've had a little bit of a nibble at a few horses at longer odds. I, I think the obvious selections, and the market tells you what those obvious selections are, four, he's Charlie's Angel, uh, 12, Celeso Matuka, and 13, Rubens Plight. All three of those horses stand out clearly as the top three picks. Do they present value? Are they beatable? Can you find a reason that there could be an upset? And I I think this is a type of race where I don't really want to back any of those three favourites. I I think they could easily run one, two, three, but I just don't think there's any value on offer. And I've looked at a couple of horses here that I thought, happy to have little nibbles on them at at big odds. Uh, I I think certainly six major majors going really well. Uh, I know he's drawn a little bit wide. I think he's going to need you know, some luck, but I thought he was way over the odds. I think he's going well enough to be in the finish here. Horse that's very lightly raced is three swizzle stick. Look, he, his run last start was pretty good, and I think he's half a chance of getting across Scrittore at the start. And if he does get across and sits behind, he's Charlie's Angels. With Kieran Manning on board, I think Swizzle Stick's not out of the contention of uh, being in the finish here, at least running a place and, and being at odds. Horse like Eight Rule Division, I've got a lot of time for this horse. Barrier draw here, he's just going to be smothered on the pegs. Greg Sugar's to drive. He'll be running on strongly late. And one Scrittore who also draws the pole position. So, look, 4, 12 and 13, I'm not playing any of those three. I think they're clearly the, the three top picks. But I've certainly had nibbles at six major major, three swizzle stick, I think eight Royal Division and one Scrittore. All going to get soft trips along the peg somewhere. And there's some little sneaky hopes at odds in this race. Yeah, I've uh, tipped 4, 12, 13, and I threw Swizzle Stick in as well. I thought its effort was terrific last start, and even the form line through my Zami looks pretty good. So uh, it might be one that can qualify for the final, uh, Swizzle Stick, but my tips are 4, 12, 13, and 3. Rob, race number five, first leg of the quaddy, first semi-final for the two-year-old fillies, the emergency not running in this race, Pistol Queen. Interesting race because I was surprised as to how short Renewal uh, has come up as the fixed odds favourite because I was, um, I just thought it was a run first up and I'm a little uh, perplexed why it is an odds-on favourite. Yeah, look, uh, I haven't tipped her uh, on top, Dan. I, 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 a little bit like yourself, uh, first up, you know, it was okay, but it certainly didn't, uh, you know, didn't didn't set the world on fire. I mean, you go back to her performance, I suppose, you know, in May, where where she bolted in defeating Elusive by 21 metres at Geelong, and she did go 155.9. That was over at a mile, obviously, the longer distance here. Uh, she needs to be able to settle because she has had a bit of a tendency of getting a bit keen in her races. Look, I've settled here for three uh, Destiny Stride. I've had a, you know, saw her luckless uh, run first up at Shepparton and then she won well at Maryborough and then, of course, went around in that race at uh, Kilmore that was called a, a no race. Uh, and, and she did lead on that occasion. And, uh, look, she's a really good filly. She she did run in the Bathurst at Gold Tiara back in March. She gets a barrier draw to, to at least be in front and on the speed. I expect her to run a really good race. 
Uh, seven Eureka Joe, I thought her her second behind Vague Beauty was was very good. Uh, she's going to be going forward at the start, and uh, if if by any chance renewal does come around, uh, Eureka Joe might get a nice little trail into the race and uh, certainly get a bit of cover. And uh, number twelve, which is Elusive, who's a really good filly, a bit of a bit of an unkind draw to her, but it might not be as bad as it looks because Destiny Stride can get a bit keen. So can Renewal, so can Eureka Joe. If they all press forward and they do tend to cut each other up a little bit, Lucy might be the one sitting back coming home over the top of them. I thought it was a tricky race. I, I put Tricky down uh, with these main chances, 3, 7, 9 and 12. That's in uh, race number five, and I've tipped seven, Eureka Joe, three, Destiny Stride, 12, Elusive, nine, Renewal, seven, three, 12, nine. Rob, race number six, the scratching is Ever Art, and Vague Beauty is an odds-on favourite. She was very impressive. Um, the way she savaged the line, clearly got some talent, and she's a dominant early favourite in race six. Yeah, really hard to, uh, you know... Uh I suppose, gauge uh, 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 an in-depth form line around Vague Beauty. What we do know, her win at Kilmore was really impressive. Uh, she's got some amazing high speed. I mean, she's by Art Major out of Beauty Secret. Beauty Secret, you know, what a great mare she was and she possessed that high speed and Vague Beauty looks to certainly possess that and uh, providing, you know, she handles the occasion second up, drawn the front row, um, you know, she, she won't be... Uh, she, you just don't want to see her getting too too keen here. But, look, uh, she, her performance at Kilmore was outstanding. I, I've, I've tipped her on top. Uh, clearly the horse to beat on what we saw. Uh, look, four Loveresses, an interesting filly coming down from New South Wales, uh, joins uh, the Nathan Jack stable. I mean, her form is pretty good. She's had ten starts for four wins and, and five placings. And uh, the stable wouldn't have sent her down here unless they thought she, she could perform well. And uh, I think she looks a really nice filly. She's got gate speed. She, she can race forward. She can get herself into a handy spot. I'm expecting her to run a really good race. I think she's over the odds. 13, draw a dream. Terrific performance, both starts to date. Uh, look, she looks really an impressive type. She's by He's Watching out of Illustrator, another one from the Emma Stewart stable. So I'm expecting her to, to run a mighty race here. So 6, 4 and 13. And I thought numbers 1 and 2 look like diamonds and always be mini. Both fillies that are going to get really nice soft trips just off the speed. And I, I certainly wouldn't rule them out as far as uh, trifecta chances. Good race. 6, 4, 13, 1 and 2. And I've tipped 6, 4, 13 and 9 at Big Odds Vivacious Stride might be worth a ticket, at least into the trifectas and first fours. We're halfway through the Saturday Night Harness Preview, thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, 12 semi-finals of the Alabar Farms sponsored night with all of their stallions uh, featured in the naming of all of the races, including Vincent, Always Be Mickey, Ride High, Art Major, The Storm Inside, Rock and Roll Heaven. Race number 7, The Storm Inside, two-year-old Colton Gelding's first semi-final. Dance Affair is out, which is disappointing for Connections. It looked a pretty nice horse. But, gee, we've got some outstanding uh, two-year-olds engaged here, Rob. No doubt, uh, Dan. Uh, some really, really impressive types from the Emma Stewart stable. I mean, the two horses that 
really clearly stand out uh, from the stable perspective. Two Storm Rider, who's been really kind with some great draws of late, uh, gets another wonderful draw here. Barrier two looks like we'll find the front. It's been really impressive, hasn't he? Uh, in his uh, past two starts, just uh, controlling the tempo and, and running home in a really quick last half. He looks really hard to beat here. Two Storm Rider, I think Ten Bay of Biscay looks to be a very very smart horse. And and look, he, he's going to follow out now with Dance Affair being uh, scratched. Uh, he, he follows out Storm Rider. So Bay of Biscay is going to get a very good run through here from uh, the second row drawer. And I know the stable have got a massive opinion of him and uh, I'm expecting him to be right here. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot between these two horses at the finish. So two and ten, uh, two on top from the barrier draw. Ten Bay of Biscay, though, I think the price in the market might be a little bit uh, uh, kind to, 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 to Bay of Biscay. I think the ability-wise, there's not much between the two of them here. Eight some American who's going to get a good trip. Good chance here, Emma Stewart could qualify all of their six runners. Uh, I've gone 2-10-8, 12 and 6 in what looks to be a race that Emma Stewart and her stable are going to dominate. And I've tipped 2, 10, 12 and 8. Race number eight. Uh, this is for the uh, second semi-two-year-old Colts and Gellings, the Storm Inside. The scratchings are nine and 11, Bascom and Monsieur Flamel. Um, and this is a race you'll be interested, uh, probably your greatest interest will peak here. Uh, Chart Topper and Wardown Buddy, the favourites, but uh, I'm sure you can make, and not difficult to make, a good case for your horse, Sergeant who was terrific last start. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Look, we're, we're really pleased with our horse and, uh, look, you know, we, we've set him for this series and we've been pretty kind to him at his first two runs to date, but he's really uh, emerging and we've got a, a very big opinion of him and we'll, we'll be attempting to lead all the way here, uh, Dan, with Sergeant Lou. He, he's got good gate speed and uh, he'll be driven... Uh, Driven there to, to try and lead all the way in this race, and uh, we think he's a fantastic each-way chance in the race. So I'm going to tip him on top, number three, Sergeant Lou, ahead of 13, Wardan Buddy, who's probably going to be helped now with a couple of scratchings off the second row. That enables this horse now to follow through on the back of Chart Topper, and the Chart Topper will certainly be pressing forward like Sergeant Lou, and Wardan Buddy might be able to get into the action a little bit quicker than uh, anticipated. I think he's uh, he, he's certainly the danger and he'll run a fantastic race. Four chart topper who's certainly come back uh, two runs back from a spell. He seems to be on the up. Certainly got great respect for uh, for him and uh, the stable of course. And uh, outside of that, number six, Sir Jimmy who was very good two runs ago. He was driven with a sit. He had to do some work last time. He can be a bit awkward in his gait. Uh, again, probably if he presses forward here and, 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 and gets cover from Wardan Buddy, uh, he certainly becomes very prominent as well. But look, we like the three each way. We're going to back our horse tomorrow night. We think he's got a great hope. Three each way from 13, 4 and 6. Well, he might have done that already, $13 into $7.50, but he's going really well, Rob. Um, I, my suggested bet would be to back him a dollar a win, $4 a place ratio. He's certainly heading in the right direction. Look, I thought Char Topper might lead, um, so I'm interested by your thoughts at attempting to lead, but he certainly showed good gate speed out last time, Sergeant Lou. Char Topper, better second up, needs to improve again, but he also might be heading in the right direction. I've tipped four, thirteen, three, and 6. Race nine, Rock and Roll Heaven, four-year-old Mayor's first semi-final. This could easily be the final. Uh, the scratching is the 11 Norms Lady. Uh, what a fantastic lineup, Emma Stewart. She's hoping she'll get similar luck with barrier draws in the final because her five runners have all drawn the front line. What a fantastic race. What great quality Mayor's. Uh, it's, a, it's a real compliment to... Uh 
the stable, but also compliment to all the breeders out there. I mean, we're just seeing uh, better bred horses all the time, and uh, Emma gets a gets a really good choice of uh, training so many of these very highly bred uh, quality horses, and uh, she does an amazing job. Four, five, a Moray meter on a Moray Vita on top for mine. Unbelievable win last start. Track record, set a new track record, 152.3 over the 21.90, 55.1 last half. I'm expecting her to uh, continue on her winning way from two pedalons, uh, who again, uh, fantastic behind Amore Vita. She led in that race. Uh, she'll, she'll give a good side, obviously, from uh, the drawer. Uh, seven, Soho Historia, another highly talented uh, mare. Uh, she's a winner of 13 from 29. For Aaron Bain and uh, Summit Bloodstock, they've had a, a fantastic uh, week or so, haven't they? And uh, there's no reason why Soho Historia can't run a mighty race. And three major Grace, who, of course, gets a front row draw, looks really well placed. And then you've got one Fiamma, another one from the stable, and uh, eight Just Hope, who draws inside the second row. But five on top from two, seven and three, and then one and eight. I've tipped them the same way again, five, two, seven, and three. Race number 10, second semi for the Vincent uh, three-year-old Colts and Geldings of Vic Bread. Uh, good race. Petrarca's short. I, I actually found something else at a bit of value to back each way, but he's a high-quality pace of Petrarca and dominates the market, number seven. Yeah, look, this is, a, you know, look, he's, he's the horse to beat. There's a lot of speed inside him. He, he's going to have to do a bit of work pressing forward here. Petrarca, I don't think he's just going to get it uh, on a platter, but... You know, he, he was so impressive winning last start. One little Louis uh, from the draw should be nicely poised to, to enjoy a, a reasonably good trip in the race. Three Rosanna Rebel, two Viking also get draws uh, to be up near the speed. But it's a, look, it's a race where I think seven on top, I think there's a lot of other chances outside of those for, for the minor placings. But look, seven, one, three and two for mine. And I've, I've stuck with Rosanna Rebel, showed really good gate speed, led, took cover and still did it at both ends to win uh, his heat at Ballarat. So I think he represents the value, a dollar a win, four dollars a place top ratio, three from seven Petrarca, two Viking, five Catalpa Rescue. Race 11 for the four-year-old mares, scratching is 12, the emergency. And uh, the favourite two here are Star Celebrity and Talk Time. But I look, I would have thought that uh, they'd be much closer together in the market than what they are, Rob. Yeah, look again. Um, yeah, I've stayed away from uh, from from Star Celebrity. Uh, I've actually gone for uh, uh, eleven Danamore on top, ahead of seven Talk Time. I don't think there's much between these two fillies, and I think they're going to run a fantastic race. So I've gone eleven from seven. Uh, one star celebrity and three high profile. Another uh, race where the Emma Stewart stable can dominate here, but uh, tricky race. Eleven, seven, one, and three. And I've tipped talk time. I think uh, I, she's lengths better than what she was last prep. Terrific effort doing the work last time. Uh, 11, Danamora, one star celebrity, and six, Blood Moon, was really good uh, last start as well. So it might be the best roughy, 7, 11, 1, and 6. Okay, to the last event on the program, big night, the last of 12 at 10.59. Number seven, Half Price Bride is the scratching. Uh, it's difficult to see how they can beat Sweet Bella here. She's building up a, a fantastic record. She's unbeaten in her six starts to date.
Yeah, look, she looks very hard to beat, doesn't she, Dan? From the draw, I've tipped her on top from 10 Soho Seraphine. I certainly thought one surfing makes sense, had a really good place chance in the race. I've really been taken by this uh, this filly's uh, performances. I think she's just savaged the line last start. If she just holds up on the leader's back here, I think she's a, a real genuine chance of being in uh, a little bit, uh, running a really good race here. So 2 10 one, and six chinchilla, who's also a very nice filly uh, on the way up. So two ten one and six. And uh, I've got two ten one and nine. Little Miss Lily, good to see win with Patrick Ryan. Uh, last start represents a bit of value that can run top four and qualify for next week, which is the aim for everybody taking a runner uh, to uh, Melton on Saturday night is to run the top six and make it through to the uh, prestigious Group One Vic Bread Finals the week after. Okay, Rob, with that in mind, you've got one that you'll be uh, uh, trying to do that with, but what about your better bets on the card? Yeah, look, it's uh, it's a, a night where, again, we're going to see some uh, some short price favourites. I'm always trying to find where I thought uh, maybe the value would be on the night. I, I certainly thought race two, number five, Sahara Breeze, presented a very good each-way bet for the night. She's uh, going super well. I certainly thought race eight, number three, Sergeant Lou, also was a good each-way bet for uh, our punters. And uh, maybe uh, a, a roughie for the last race of the night, uh, the place. Race 12, number one, surfing makes sense as a place bet in the final event. My best race one, number five, the real Sherlock. And, and each way, my best each way is Sahara Breeze, race two, number five. My long shot, Rosanna Rebel, race 10, horse number three. So a terrific night ahead. Our thanks again to the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Wonderful sponsors. If you are a part of the VHRC, you get a great opportunity to enjoy facilities, but enjoy a great night of harness racing with the 12 Vic Bread Semis at Melton Rob and the first event on Saturday night, 5.34. Kickoff. Yeah, happy harnessing everyone. Looking forward to a fantastic night. We'll be uh, heading the coverage on uh, Trot's Vision and it should be uh, an amazing night. We wish all the connections the very best of luck tomorrow night.